Start it off again. Hold on to the faith and the blessings will follow. Yeah. Keep, Keep praying. praying. Don't you ever stop praying. Nope. What's that next one? Hold on to faith and the blessings will follow. Lift it up, choir. Keep praying. Don't you ever stop praying. One more time. Lift it up a little more. Hey, hold on to faith and the blessings will follow. That's the only two lyrics I know from this one. All right, yes, sir. One take, JD. We here. Let's get it. Are you ready? Um, yeah, let's go. Okay, let's get let's lock in then. All right, yo, what's up? You know what it is. It's your boy, D Starks, Starks artist. You're now tuned in to the Just Different Podcast, where we talk everything faith, life, and culture. Hold on, man. What what episode is this again? Go ahead and remind I me. Heard word on the streets is this is word in the streets five oh. Big five, big, big That's five. What That's what I heard. Yes, sir. Fiftieth episode. I'm super excited. We we missed the mark. I'm not gonna lie. Like we should have had the balloons up. Oh, the, the five o. I'm saying the five o in the back and probably the cake with like the candles yeah, and stuff. Yeah, would have been right but, here. In the yeah, that probably be like episode 100. We got though. y'all. We, yeah, we'll be we'll be tapped we'll in for all that. out. Yeah, but. As we always say, honestly, we appreciate everyone that has supported us Love. up until this point that will continue to support us. Y'all are like genuinely family uh, at this point. So much love always. I'm excited for like what's next. Oh, honestly, yeah. we got a lot like that's coming that we already have planned for even going into year one. Yeah. We're not like a very, uh, what I've been telling people, a very like celebratory mm -hmm. season. And because obviously this is the 50th episode in two weeks, it's going to be like a one year mark yeah. of even like us actually starting a podcast and making everything happen. So I'm elated. I'm really hyped about everything that's going on. We got two interviews dropping next month. Just to let y'all know. I'm gonna give y'all a little sneak peek of what what next month's gonna be. Two 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 interviews that are gonna be dropping. That Where, I'm excited about. We got a vlog that I'm like, I'm I'm hyped. We're not vloggers, y'all. Not really. We're not YouTubers. We're podcasters, but we tried. <laughs> we, we, did. we we did try, and it it, it kind of turned out not too bad. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited cool. to edit it. So we cool. got that. Um, finalizing the process or at least design for our merch. Yeah. We're getting that done. I'm not gonna give y'all a date because we've been like holding out forever. Yeah. So <laughs> we just <laughs> don't want to rush it. Yeah, when we have it done, I'm gonna let y'all know. Exactly. Uh playlist is on the way. Uh -huh. Um so yeah, I mean we got it's, it's a lot. We're expanding ourselves and even like the brand and what we're doing. So Yeah. Right for what's next. How you feel? I'm feeling good, bro. Big fifty? Five oh. We gotta do something special. What you thinking? I don't know, cause I mean, we always come. With, I was gonna say come with a heater, but we always come with heaters. But for for episode fifty, oh for sure, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's that's really nothing new. So I mean, I don't know. All right, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right, but no. All right, let's let's hop in though. Let's get into it. So, um, talk going going along with like this whole celebratory celebratory mood or season that we've like been in, like personally in our own lives and with the like podcast. Two weeks ago, we had the opportunity uh, to go to this Bible study of this church that we've been visiting uh, called the Kingdom Center. And during this Bible study, uh, pastor, his name is Pastor uh, Ronnie Harrison, he had taught a message that had like been so in line with like what we're going through right now mm -hmm. and what we even like wanted to talk about on the podcast. And it was really essentially centered around like leaving things in the past to make room for the future, right? Right, and like leaving leaving the past completely 
leaving the past completely behind so we can be like fully available for the future that is in front of us. Because sometimes like we'll get in modes where we'll say yes to the future God has for us, but we'll still leave a few doors open mm. just in case we want to creep back into our past. If we're being real, yeah. For real. And and you have to realize that there is no plan B with God. Because mm. you're either like all in or you might as well not be com- committed at all. Yeah. It's like when you're following God's plan, uh, and on this journey of like purpose and taking up your cross daily, there there is no just in case at all, right? There 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 is no oh well maybe I can go back mm. here. Oh I'm I'm feeling this so maybe I, I need a break. Yeah. <laughs> um, because sometimes when things in our life uh, get uncomfortable, we'll we'll have a tendency to run back to what is, mm. and as soon as things start to become a little inconvenient, we'll retreat to like what we've always known. And we have to realize that, like, any plan outside of God's is just sinking sand. Sinking sand. It's sinking sand. And so that's really what we're going to be talking about today is, like, I guess when you're going into or stepping into your future, making sure that there is no room for your past. Mm. And you're not in, like, this cycle of, like, in your future one day and going back to your past the next. Because all <clears throat> anything outside of God, like I said, it's, it's sinking sand. It's not going to lead to anything but your demise. So the title of this episode and really where we got this whole idea from came from Matthew 7, 24 to 27. It's a parable that Jesus is speaking. And in these verses, he says, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house. But it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. Shout out for foundation. What's yeah. that? What's that? Rain came when That's that's a banger. But that's the firm foundation. Uh, Verse 26 says, And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the wind blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Mm. And um, there's this there's this saying like in the church, you know, the old people used to say it, like you know, like you know, the like the sisters and the the brothers of the house. But it was one of those like, on Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground yeah. is sinking sand, Word. right? The firm foundation is the only way, only way to go and what we should really be building our lives upon. Even in that verse, like, and this kind of like just came to me in what it's talking about. Obviously, the man who built his house on the firm foundation was the man who was walking in obedience and according to what God had said, Word. right? But the one who was built on the sand was the one who went against God, right? Who probably went back to something that wasn't of, of him and what in of his character, who he was or wanted out of his life mm-hmm. that then like came to nothing. And so that really, t- that really ties into like what we're speaking about. And then during this Bible study, he had brought up this example and basically he was talking about this Spanish explorer that was pretty prominent and had come into a lot of success. And basically he had settled in what we know now as most of South America. And he was explaining like a part of his success or at least the secret to it was the fact that whenever he, whenever he settled uh, a place with his men he always commanded them to burn the ships in which they came mm. right and he then continued to say that this decision like this dramatic decision to burn the ships, shifted his men's focus and made them come to re- a resolve because they then learned quickly that there was no other plan right like there was no plan b and then he said that moving forward is made easy when going back is no longer an option and the issue whoa, is whoa. Say, say it again. No, yeah. <laughs> Moving forward is made easy when going back is no longer an option. Yeah, okay. uh, because the issue is some of us have left too many options on the table. Mm. 
and it's time to burn the boats. <laughs> and I thought that was so far. It's time to burn the boats because sometimes I will get we'll get in these modes where like okay I've come to God but I still got these contacts there. Mm. I come to God but there's some people I need to block some accounts I need to remove that I, I'm still leaving there just in case just in case there's a lonely night. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case I'm feeling something I need to right. indulge in. Let me keep that on the side, right, for, for, for a later day. But you have to burn the boat completely, mm. right? You have to burn every other option that is outside of the one that God has for you. Exactly. Um, because it can't go with you. Mm. It cannot go with you. And so, yeah, that that's really the premise of everything. Um, it's the fact that for this next season, what you're going through, it's got to stay there. And you can't allow anything like, and you can't allow any door to be open that may lead you back to it. So yeah, it cannot go with you. It can't go with you. That story it about the, the boat burning the boats—that's fire. That reminds me of this. Uh, there's actually a, a similar situation that actually in First Kings nineteen nineteen with Elisha. What had happened was he had basically felt inclined to follow Elijah, right, and to sort of like follow him and what he was doing, right. And what he had done is he had burned his plow and killed the oxen that he was using to work the land and to follow Elijah. Right. And something that I looked into is that his father was a wealthy landowner. So him working the land, that was something that he was, he was grown into, Mm -hmm. right. Something that he had known his whole life, something he was so comfortable with, but it was a common theme, right. From, from the story about the boats to this, that you have to let go of this to walk into that. You know, he was willing to, kill and burn what was in his past to walk into his future i just thought that was really powerful it's a it's a common theme right it's, it's all right there and during this bible study he talked on a, a lot of things and it was very powerful i got a lot from it but one of the main things that kind of stood out to me is a quote that he said was to discover new lands you must be willing to lose sight of shore and he's talking about how like today's where life happens but the issue in today is it's a combination of both yesterday and tomorrow so the the took a wars between who I was and who I'm going to be, right? That's good. Yeah. And a lot of us, we get caught on who we were, right? Because at the end of the day, when you wake up every day, it's a decision between I'm living today for tomorrow or I'm living today from who I was yesterday. That's, it's, there's, no, there's no in between, you know, in terms of where you're facing every day. Those are the two directions. And I think for me personally, there are some things right now that I'm in, to be completely honest, that I need to let go of. And I'm afraid to out of guilt. It's not, it's not even that I don't want to leave them because I think there's a lot of people who are in similar situations where you, you want to leave the thing. It's just like you feel guilty for it or you feel bad for it. And that kind of goes back into the conversation that we had about the power of no and, and that EP that we had and how your no is important. And I think where I get kind of stuck up on it is when, when I realized that the yes will be important to them. There's a story in Acts 18, right? And Paul was in Ephesus and he was ministering to the people there in the synagogue and they had asked him to stay longer when he had to leave and he told them no. And I thought about how, okay, if he said yes in that situation, a lot of good would have come from it. But he still gave them the no. And something that I got from that is like the yes may mean a lot to them, but the no may mean even more to you. So even when you're putting mm. even even when you're putting bar. Yeah, even when you're put in situations where you feel like the yes it will, it'll a lot of good will come from it. But a lot of bad can come from it as well if it's not where you're supposed to be. So you can't you can't hold on to that, oh, I feel bad for giving them this no, because at the end of the day, that no is important to you. 
you 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 have to give them that no. You have to let go of what was to walk into what is, like we've been saying. So that's something that kind of helped me let go of that like guilt and moving on into new things. It's just realizing that like that no is even more important than that yes sometimes. No, yeah, and there was something along with that because whenever you're in that process, like you said, we talked about it a while ago of like understanding the power of no. You're essentially you're saying no, right? So you can have the option or the ability or have the availability to say yes to something else. Yeah, exactly. Right. Along with understanding your yes may be important to like them. You're also realizing that your yes, that the yes you have is going to be more impactful where God wants you to be at where your next steps are. Yeah. Yeah, And what I wanted to, and what I wanted to mention is the fact that consecration is not just setting yourself apart from, it also involves being set apart to, Right. So often the problem is we never separate ourselves from. So we never get to when it comes to separating ourselves from our past, from what has happened and what is comfortable to us. And we never get separated from some things. So we never run into the things God actually has planned for us. Right. And when it comes to like like separating ourselves and moving away from that seeking stand and demolishing any alternative plans or agendas that we have for our lives, it really the process of getting out of that it really revolves around like knowing what you're moving toward because it comes down to the fact that it's what you're moving towards that makes leaving where you are so enticing and so sometimes even even myself like i'll get in i'll get in modes of like okay when it when it comes to coming to a higher call of obedience and having to leave things behind like mm-hmm. completely and shutting and, and shutting those like doors and our opportunities off i always look at the pleasure of what i'm leaving instead of maybe the peace i'm coming yeah, into exactly. right or like the, the the fun of what i now have to like detach myself from or all these things that i felt while i was in it and not always recognizing what more can come from me detaching myself from it mm. and so that's something that you always have to realize and bring to the forefront of our mind when god is calling us to something new especially when it comes to like like making room for our future by like you know like i said earlier just like completely removing our past and so there was something that I heard whenever me and Jordan, we went to this FCA camp yeah. back in June and we were having a huddle leader meeting together and someone we were basically talking about uh, effective ways to evangelize and or how to really give people an opportunity to come to Christ and build a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And there was someone there, I can't remember, exactly remember his name, but he said something that was really profound that I never really thought about before. But he was basically saying that... Um, that it's it's never about behavior modification for him. So when he's approaching somebody or particularly when it comes to young people, he's never really telling them, not that he's not telling them, but his emphasis isn't always about, yo, you need to stop doing this right. and you need to stop doing that. It's mm-hmm. not centered around like this behavior modification of trying to like alter their behavior without them getting connected to God's heart. Because he said what that does is it shifts their focus to everything they can't have instead of them realizing everything that they can step into if they give their life to Christ. Mm. And so he was he was saying that not that he doesn't speak truth to the things that are right and wrong, but he tried to get people connected to God's heart and what they have access and what they have access to coming into him rather than everything that they're leaving behind and letting right. them know that yo, what what is is better than what was and mm. where you're at currently, right? Yeah. And he basically then brought that reference back to Genesis. And Adam and Eve. Right. And he then he presented the question was presented the question of like what was the issue, what was the problem, right? Adam and Eve had so much focus on the tree that they couldn't have 
they lost sight of everything they had access to. Mm-hmm. They had an entire garden. Right there. They had an entire garden. So once I realized that there's peace on the other side, that's worth more than the pleasure that's on this one. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we always have to like just making sure that we're like shifting our fo- shifting that focus into like, yo, there's so much more on the other side of this yes I'm gonna give God or my obedience or this next level rather than like focusing on what like I'm leaving behind because sometimes that can also like be a stumbling block. And then asking yourself the question of like, yo, are you focused on what you're stepping out of? Or are you focused on what you're stepping into? Because when forward becomes the focus, it makes forgetting the old version of yourself much easier. We have to look forward in expectation rather than looking back in regret. Mm. So that's, um, yeah, when it, when it comes to even, even that process of like leaving those things, it's always about making sure my eyes stay on the future and not just on this, this one tree that mm. I'm thinking I'm going to miss out on or not have access to. That's fire, bro. Placing your focus on what you're getting makes it easier to forget what you're losing. That's a bar. For some of us, it could even be that, you know, we think that because there's good that there isn't better. Because I, I've been in situations where it felt like I was in something so good, like, and, and it felt fine, and I was so reluctant to leave it because of that reason. But God's like, no, that's sinking sand. And a lot, a lot of the times, like, I would get upset at that. But I think, honestly, it's one of those things, like, you should be grateful for that because if this thing that's felt so solid to me is actually sinking sand and it's like what he has for me is, is even even better mm-hmm. than this. You know what I mean? It's like I think that's a question for a lot of people. It's like what what happens when God is calling you away from something that feels good? Because letting go of the good is hard. You know what I mean? Let, letting go of something that you thought was, like I said, something that was this felt concrete. This mm-hmm. felt locked in. Right. But this is sinking sand. But I think you have to shift your focus because that's like, okay, if this is sinking, if this is sinking sand, then okay. He got something even greater. That that that's really solid. Then you know what I mean because we think that just because it feels good, that is something that we need to hold on to, but not necessarily. Because at the end of the day, I feel like his his word is final say. Where he's calling us to, ultimately, like is where we have to have have to be led. You know. Yeah, no, that's good. And then something something else is the fact that I think sometimes we can <laughs> we can try and build our life on two surfaces at once. Mm. Right. And so a, a lot of a lot of our problems come from essentially trying to live two two lives like in one setting. And we're trying to hang on to our old selves while also trying to take up the new creature we are in Christ. Mm. And then we, we have to realize, of course, I think we've mentioned this a while uh you know, not too long ago, it's the fact that like salvation is an exchange. Right. And so we have to lay down our life to pick up his mm. and we can't have both. Cause like you said, sometimes we'll be, we'll be in sand. We think it's solid, right? We think it's good, right? And think that we can be on Christ's foundation too, and that's not, and that's just not the way that the work it works, and or like what what we can do, right? No, yeah, because it says that it says that even in James one eight. Because I'm thinking about it. So imagine yourself st- like so imagine yourself on a solid foundation and sinking sand you got one foot in a in solid foundation with christ mm-hmm. and your other foot in the in the sinking sand of your past of your own agenda of your own dysfunction of the relationships you need to cut off of your disobedience unstable mm. <laughs> it's un it, it, it's unstable mm. right and imagine trying to walk into a future when you can't even stand straight up mm. So, you know, you can't you can't have like two at once. Mm-hmm. Um, and at some point it, it, you're, it will be sinking sand because it can feel solid at first. Yeah. 
right? For a moment, for a second, but eventually it's something that's going to like make you essentially like fall, fall off track and get, you know, move from that narrow path and like just get you completely unstable on what you need to be focused on, what God wants you to be doing. No, yeah, and then honestly, the, what God had just showed me or like told me is the fact that it's time for a complete yes. And we throw that around a lot, but I think that's so important and vital to maintain and to make a priority is like a complete yes, not mm-hmm. a partial, not a conditional, but a complete yes that is is all in and not leaving room for anything else to get in the way, mm-hmm. like in any past ties to to even present us with the opportunity to go back to once we want where we once were, a level that we were once at. And I think we had to have to have a mindset of like, yo, like God, where else would I go? Mm-hmm. When you're thinking about like, yo, where you want to build your life upon this day, right? Because it's a daily decision where I want to build my life, what I want to build my life upon and who I want to do that with. Like, where else would I go? You know, like when Jesus was talking to his disciples and, and he's telling them in, in John 6, people are saying, yo, this gospel, this thing, what you're teaching, this is a hard message. And then you have people that leave him. And then he looks at his the disciples like, yo, would you all want to go too? And Peter says like, Lord, whom, whom shall we go? You, have, you hold the words of eternal life, Lord. Like, yo, where else will we go? Mm-hmm. What is a more stable foundation? There's nothing. Christ is my... My bad. That song's crazy. That goes crazy. But yeah, and so... A complete yes. It's essentially like what 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 all this takes and what and what what we we have to maintain and all of this. But no, yeah. So you you got anything else for the people? You got some? You got something to leave them off with for this fiftieth episode? Man. Big five oh, big five oh. Yeah, man. Uh, big five oh. I just want to leave the people off saying, um, you can't you can't take it there. This whole conversation kind of reminds me of like a um, you know how like elevators be having like the weight the weight limits, right? It's like it's like when you get on an elevator, it's like only a certain amount of things you can take with you to the next level. For, for me personally, uh, my life right now is a lot of things I'm bringing on the elevator with me, but it's like I, I've reached max capacity, so so I can't I can't move, you know. So mm-hmm. God God's calling me and telling me like you can't take it there, you can't take you can't take this where I'm taking you. So yeah, no, yeah, I like that. And then I mean, yeah, all other ground is sinking sand. That there is no there is no just in case no 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 turning back Mm-mm. um and burn the boat yeah burn the boat <laughs> and burn and burn the boats all of them burn all all of them all of the them. safety boats yeah the, the lead, rafts li- <laughs> burn all of them that's hard the safety boats yeah <laughs> nah you need to delete the contact yeah Block the number. Go ahead, do it right now. Don't follow the account. Mm-hmm. Throw throw it away. Whatever you need to do. Whatever. You got you got burn it. Pack it up. That's it. But y'all know what it is, man. We appreciate y'all. There's Always. there's more. Y'all know what it is. More more to come. More happening. More life. More everything. Uh, but stay yeah. you. Stay real. And stay humble. We'll catch y'all next week. Much love.